Welcome to Taking Back Her Brain with Love, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want in your life. With your host, Coach Amber Lynn. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today on episode 28 of Taking Back Her Brain with Love, the Art of Emotional Freedom. I am Life Coach Amber Lynn. I teach women the art of emotional freedom through taking back their brain from social constructs, from family views, from other people's perspectives, and most importantly, from their harsh inner voice. I really help women take their brain back from anything that is holding them back from living the life that they want. Through the art of emotional freedom, my clients learn how to develop self-belief, self-confidence, genuine self-love, and genuine self-acceptance. They learn how to stop seeking outside validation, outside approval, and how to stop seeking worthiness outside of themselves. They learn to stop giving away their power. They learn how to obtain emotional freedom and to stop being controlled by their emotions. My clients learn how to talk back to their brain to transform their belief in themselves and propel them forward in life. So first, you're like, what is emotional freedom? I define emotional freedom as the ability to have, process, and feel any emotion while not taking on the emotional responsibility of anyone outside of us while not taking on the emotional responsibility of others around us. We all have a human brain that has a story about who we are, what we are capable of doing, and our limitations. Our brain is designed to, quote, protect us from social rejection, social humiliation, and, of course, death. So our brain has decided in advance for us what is, quote, safe and what is not safe for us to encounter. For different brains, it's different things, but most brains have decided in advance that feeling any uncomfortable feeling is not safe. This means that oftentimes our brain tells us untrue thoughts that keep us, quote, safe, unseen, unheard, as a survival technique, so that we don't encounter rejection, fear, or any uncomfortable emotion. Just because your brain gives you thoughts about yourself does not mean they are true. The most powerful thing we can learn is that we can intentionally, consciously rewire our brain to think new thoughts, to create new beliefs about who we are, what we are capable of doing, and determine new capacities instead of limitations. Most of us have brains that are wired to show us every negative thing about ourselves. As a result of these thoughts on automatic repeat in our head, we have low self-esteem, low self-confidence, and a really harsh inner critic that is constantly telling us all the ways in which we are not measuring up, never measuring up. So what? Well, our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions drive the actions we take, and the actions we take produce the results we have in our life. For example, low self-esteem, low confidence, always trying to prove your worth. All of these results are created by your thoughts. 
So I work with clients on their current thoughts. I work with them on their current beliefs about themselves. And I teach them that the thoughts we constantly think about ourselves create emotions towards ourselves, driving us to buffer out of our feelings because our feelings consist of shitting ourselves, shaming ourselves, or quite literally leaving us feeling shitty about ourselves. Ultimately, our thoughts are leaving us never feeling good enough. If we want to start feeling good enough, if we want self-confidence, if we want to feel secure and adequate, then we have to practice thoughts on purpose to believe new thoughts about ourselves. Thoughts that we think other people think about us matter too. Because that's literally the thoughts that we think about ourselves. Thoughts that we think about other people, they matter too because they create our feelings about and around the other people. Those feelings make us take certain actions. Those thoughts that we have about them create the relationship we have with them. So I teach my clients how to really look at the thoughts that they think about the people that they are in relationship with, that they are in family with, and their close friends. And I teach them how their thoughts create their feelings within those relationships. And I teach my clients how to hold space for other people to be themselves without making their actions or reactions or behaviors mean anything about us or anything about them. A lot of time what happens is our brain is constantly reacting to somebody's behavior, making it mean something about us. So I teach my clients how to recognize this pattern so that they can stop it. As women, we have been socialized, conditioned to believe that we have to, quote, earn love, earn acceptance, and earn approval from others. Most often, most of us, sorry, have been taught that our self-worth is tied to our looks or our work production or making other people, quote, happy, and that other people's opinions determine our worth, which equates to us developing conditional self-love and conditional self-acceptance. So when we have conditional self-love, conditional self-acceptance, and conditional self-approval, we are still in the motion of trying to earn love, earn acceptance, and earn approval. Our brain tells us this on autopilot. Our brain scan for evidence to prove it to be true to prove that we are loved, accepted, and approved, and scans for all the ways that we are not loved, accepted, or approved. But this is a myth. We have to take our brain back from the belief that we have to earn any of this from anyone else, even ourselves. We do not earn these things. Self-love, self-acceptance, and self-approval are created by our thoughts. We have to learn to give ourselves acceptance and approval and just give it to ourselves without any strings attached. And we have to stop seeking outside validation, approval, which means we have to stop caring so much about other people's opinions of us. We can decide today 
or you can decide today that you are going to choose to love yourself unconditionally. That you are no longer going to allow your brain to compare yourself to others or spend any time thinking about what you think other people are thinking about you. The thing is, you have to decide. It's a choice to believe you are inherently worthy right now. That your worth is within you, not outside of you. By believing this, you take back your power. And when you take back your power and you truly believe that you are inherently worthy of value, then you learn how to have unconditional self-love, unconditional self-confidence, and unconditional worthiness. In order to develop unconditional self-love, self-acceptance, and self-approval, we have to take back our brain. Okay, Amber, you keep saying take back our brain, but how do I do that? You literally talk back to your brain when it gives you thoughts that are not serving you on your journey to unconditional self-love. So when your brain automatically tells you you're not good enough, you have to earn this, they don't love you, you have to do this in order to earn that, some thoughts I choose to think instead are, I know we used to talk to ourselves that way, but we aren't doing that anymore. Hey brain, we no longer compare ourselves to others. Oh brain, I remember, we are inherently worthy. We don't have to earn anything anymore. I literally recognize the thought and then I talk back to my brain. What this does is it teaches your brain like that we're going to turn down the volume on those negative thoughts. That yeah, we see them, but we're not entertaining them and we're no longer giving them airtime. Then we have to think new thoughts on purpose. Then we have to practice those new thoughts. Just as a little side note, when your old thoughts come back up, it's okay, it's not a problem, because it doesn't mean that this thought work is not working. It just means your brain has probably thought that thought on automatic for just a few decades. <laughs> so it needs a little bit more time to rewire with this new thought. Self-confidence and worthiness all take Self-confidence and worthiness, all it takes is a conscious mindset shift. It takes developing new thoughts on purpose and with the intention to create self-love, to create confidence, and to create worthiness by the thoughts that we choose to think. During my coaching sessions, I use a tool called The Model that I learned from my mentor, Brooke Castillo. She genuinely believes this tool can solve any problem and create any result that you want. And as I have learned from her and watched her, I gain trust in this process. I choose to believe that I can solve any brain problem or create any result in my life using the model. The model is where we look at our thoughts, our unmanaged thoughts, and we see what comes up for us. So C stands for circumstance. These are just the facts that happen. T is a thought we think when we experience the circumstance. And sometimes I ask myself, like, 
Why is this circumstance a problem? What did I make this circumstance mean about me? And that usually gives me a thought that I'm thinking. Then I read the thought and I ask myself, how does this thought make me feel? And then I get to the F line. Feeling. The one word feeling that makes you, the one word feeling that that thought creates. A stands for actions. These can be actions that you take or actions that you don't take when you feel that feeling. And R stands for result. What result do you create by thinking that thought? Because here's the thing. Our words matter. Our thoughts matter. And what we say to ourselves create the results that we have in our lives with ourselves, with our self-worth, with our self-value, and with our self-confidence. Our words affect how we feel about ourselves, our potential, and our capacity to grow. So when I designed the art of emotional freedom, I knew that the first thing my clients needed to know was that they are already inherently worthy, that they could choose to decide that they are worthy right now. Then I knew my clients needed to know that their thoughts create their emotions. I knew they may need to develop higher self-confidence and self-acceptance so that they were no longer dependent on people outside of them or circumstances outside of them to feel good enough. So I work with them on the model and I work with them on their automatic thoughts. And we work together to create new thoughts on purpose with intention. Another fundamental component to the art of emotional freedom is understanding how your brain works. Why does it do what it does? And to know your own personal nervous response system. This is important so that you can develop self-compassion and self-grace for when your brain does its human brain thing and it reacts in a way that you might not always appreciate, but in ways you can now at least understand and show compassion to yourself because you know how your brain works. Your brain only ever wants to do three things, conserve energy, decrease pain, increase pleasure. So your brain is never going to do things that are hard willingly, or they're never going to willingly do uncomfortable things that take extra energy. So you will have to intentionally use your prefrontal cortex to do the things that I coach you on. You will definitely have to use your prefrontal cortex to practice feeling uncomfortable emotions because your primitive brain will definitely try to reject, avoid, or buffer hard, uncomfortable emotions. So I work with my clients on this process so that we have the capacity to feel uncomfortable emotions so that our brain knows that it is safe to feel uncomfortable emotions. So you just heard me say the term mental and emotional grace. So I want to talk a little bit more about that. Mental and emotional grace, mental and emotional grace and compassion are terms I created to explain holding space for your brain's responses and allowing your brain to do its brain thing without making it mean anything about you as a person. 
we are going to have to resist the urge to get mad at ourselves for not reacting, quote, perfectly, or having these uncomfortable emotions. Your brain's wired response to something is morally neutral. You do not have to make your brain's response mean that you are, quote, crazy, moody, incapable of handling hard emotions, or any other unhelpful thought your brain would like to give you. You experience a circumstance. You think a thought. It triggers your brain's automatic responses. But this is the awareness. This is when you pause and through curiosity, you, you ask yourself questions. You take observations. You notice. Oh, I see my brain is reacting how it always does when this kind of thing happens. Oh, I see my brain is reacting because it feels, quote, disrespected, frustrated, rejected, etc. Just because our brain has a nervous response does not mean we have to actually react to it. When our brain freaks out, it is then that we need to show up for ourselves and our brain. We need to teach our brain that we can feel these uncomfortable emotions without making it mean anything is wrong with us. When our brain begins to believe that we are actually safe and that we can actually be safe while feeling these uncomfortable emotions, eventually it will not freak, so freak out so loudly with such urgency to get back to safety in the happy, positive emotions. We cannot develop the art of emotional freedom without talking about our feelings. The actual ability to obtain and maintain emotional freedom is to know what feelings are, learn where they come from, and learn to feel all of them, especially the hard, uncomfortable ones. I work with clients and I work with you guys listening to my podcast right now. I want you to be open to the concept that feelings are literally just sensations, vibrations in your body. If you were to explain them to an alien from outer space, how would you describe a feeling? It's heavy. It's light. My heart starts racing. There's heat in my body and my cheeks, butterflies in my stomach racing thoughts, sweat. They're literally sensations in your body. Feelings are caused by our thoughts. Other people, other people's words, actions, or behaviors do not cause our feelings. Our thoughts about them create our feelings. No one or no circumstance can create our feelings. Our feelings are created by our thoughts. That may sound terrible to you, but is actually the most powerful thing, and it gives us so much power. Your brain has been designed to protect you, which sometimes looks like avoiding, resisting, or buffering through uncomfortable emotions. So through the art of emotional freedom, I teach my clients that it is their job to teach their brain that they are actually in fact, capable of feeling, processing, and handling uncomfortable feelings. Right now, your brain freaks out when it feels uncomfortable emotions, and it sends out a very strong signal in your body that we are actually not okay and that you need to do something about it right now. 
So we have to teach our brain that we are in fact safe to feel these uncomfortable emotions. And how do we do this? You have to actually sit with, feel, and process your emotion. Name it. Label it. Where is it in your body? What does it feel like? And all the while talking back to your brain, reminding it that it is safe, that it is in fact safe. So that is part one of the art of emotional freedom. And I am going to pause here so that we can get to part two next time. I hope you guys have a great day. And if you need help learning any of this, feel free to email me at amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com. Also, I would really appreciate any likes, shares, or subscriptions to this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, don't forget to like this podcast and share it with anyone you think it could benefit, which in my opinion is all of your friends. It is my life's mission to get this podcast and content out to all women. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Taking Back Her Brain. You can also find my website at www.takingbackherbrain.com and sign up for a free consultation call. I will also be starting an eight-week coaching program where you will have access to me as a one-on-one coach for an hour a week, along with access to my private Facebook community and access to all of my content. I absolutely look forward to working with you. If you have any questions, please email me at amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com because I would love to hear from you. Have a great day.